and welcome to the Special Versions of the Podcast. My name's Dean Osgood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Molly Atkinson. Welcome to this comedy, educational, which is all about this week, fortnight, Christmas at school. But first, Molly, how are we? I'm good, thank you, yes. Yes, Christmas in schools, we're finishing for Christmas. Um, a bit of a different Christmas this year, but still, Christmas all the same. Corona Christmas. Corona Christmas. We are two weeks out from finishing for Christmas holidays now. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we're recording, this will probably come out. When we've finished. Once we've finished. So yeah, we made it. Congratulations. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Right. uh, No uh, no one panic. Everyone sit down. Have yourself a drink. You've done really well. Thanks for listening to us when there's so much more things you can be doing. Well, you know, here we are. So thank you. Um, so Molly, let's not pretend that we're we're in the last day. We're in the last two weeks when we're recording. How do you feel like you're going to make it to Christmas? I do. I do feel like I'm going to make it to Christmas, but I just feel like if you if, I, if I, on Friday I was extremely tired this week, and I was like, I can't believe we still got two weeks left. Um, it's just the tiredness. I think it's always the same at this time of year, and like people are starting to get really chewy with each other, and people are starting to get ratty and and you can see the just just how desperately everybody needs <laughs> some rest break. yeah and a break i feel like it's been it's felt like it's been the last week of term for the whole term <laughs> yeah i feel like uh, everyone got back after half term it was like right need christmas right now i think it's just been so continuous hasn't it with all the covid stuff and then a lockdown and i think everyone's been on countdown for lockdown to end and then I think we kind of all presumed that when lockdown ends, we wouldn't have to go to work, but it's like you still got to keep going, like even though lockdown's over. Um, well, it is for some people. Um, you Are can, you tier three? I am tier three, yeah. I know. I know. It's just, I can't really do anything anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, positive. I um, th- This week we got news of a vaccination. Mm, is that what they call vaccination? Good. I think. Um, how do you feel about that well I think part of me is a bit sceptical but then I kind of think I wasn't sceptical obviously I was like everyone's really been wanting one for ages and putting a lot on it so I've I've kind of had those thoughts but now that it's here I'm a little bit like a little bit sceptical but I'm trying not to be like I don't want to be one of these crazy anti-vax people which I'm not but like I I am a little bit sceptical yeah I can I get people's worries and feelings but We've lived with Corona for over a year. They give mm. you think it was last November, seventeenth of November. I think Corona was first discovered, and that seems like ages ago. So since that's happened, people have been looking for a vaccine. Yeah. And then obviously since the pandemic, it's obviously accelerated. But do you know what? What's the worst that can happen? Give me the jab. No, I was. I would do? have it. I would gladly. I would have it. Um, I think. Yeah, I think just as there's there's is because of everything so unknown. I suppose there is that just that element. But like you go and get vaccinated for all the other things and you don't question it. So it's just you know is what it is. I, I think that literally that's what it'd be part of. Do you think school staff should be given priority? I think they should be up there. I think obviously I do. I agree that health workers should be before us because obviously they're in contact with the virus more more than us. Um, but I do think we should be, considering it's one of the things that are going to remain open no matter what, I think us and shop workers should, like supermarket I should say, um, should be put priority. Do you? Yeah, it, yeah. if you're designated as a key worker. Yeah. 
and if a lockdown went again, which yeah, you would have to still keep working. Yeah, those are the people that should probably get the vaccine. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. So like everything that stayed open in November, if you had to still go to work and you were still open, then I think you should have been. Then you should be one of the priority people. Do you think we're going to go into another lockdown? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, lockdown. I just. <sighs> I think people, and I don't blame people either, but I don't I don't think rules are going to be, I don't think people are going to follow the rules over Christmas. I think people are going to do their own thing because it's Christmas and they want to be with their families and they want to be with their friends. And I think it's un, it's totally understandable, like, as well. Um, and I think, so, I think, yeah, there is just, there's going to be another lockdown because I think the cases will really rise over Christmas because people will be seeing more of each other, spending more time indoors together, and yeah and i don't like the fact that we're getting these five days i don't like that because like if you think of like was it eid we, we had eid during lockdown mm. and no special was made for eid. there was another one in the in the original lockdown as well another religious festival i can't remember what it was now ramadan yeah i think it was yeah it was ramadan as well yeah and that didn't wasn't given any um any days or no no so i feel like really are you like yeah many. yeah I, I understand why he's done it in a way because I think he knows people are just going to do what they want anyway so I think he's tried to have a little bit more control over it but I don't think because then people are going to argue well if I can do it for five days why can't I do it for six or seven or you know like why can't I do it for ten do you know, do you know what I mean yeah. what's the difference of a day before or a day after yeah yeah and nothing's been said about New Year's Eve, yeah. Well, that's the other side. So that's the other side, isn't it? That if oh well, if I can do it for Christmas, why can't I do it for New Year's? Yeah. Molly, um, we're bringing back a segment of the show that has been requested by, I will say, <laughs> dozens of our fans. <laughs> uh, dozens, particularly our fans in Turkey and the US. All right. Molly, we're bringing back your one minute. I don't know what you're going to throw at me this week. One minute rent. Okay, Molly, we're bringing back your favourite segment and all 17 of our listeners' favourite segment. <laughs> we are bringing back Molly's one-minute rant. Molly, this week, I would like you to rant about school closures before Christmas being banned in academy trusts, but allowed in some academy trusts. Molly, are you ready for your one-minute rant? Yeah. <laughs> well, for starters, I'll just say, as much as, obviously, I don't want to be in isolation for two weeks over Christmas, I do... I do kind of understand people saying schools have to stay open because, in a way, supermarkets don't get that choice and nurses don't get that choice and doctors and things like that. So I do I do kind of see why we shouldn't close a week before Christmas. But I suppose the other side of that is it's if the children um, have to isolate. And obviously Christmas for children is a bit different for Christmas Christmas for adults. So I do think it, on that side, we should close for a week because then the children are kind of have got that more secure um, knowledge of getting a Christmas. However, going back to the Academy Trust things, the fact that some can and some can't is just kind of sums up our government, doesn't it, basically? You know, I mean, oh, yeah, like, you're, I, I, I get money off you or you're my friend so you can do it and you can't. So that's the bit that I hate. He, he basically, if it was to go to local councils, he might as well draw a line right across the country and go, southern schools, you can have the week off, northern schools, you will have to go because that would be the outcome of it if he was to put it to local council schools. So that side of it is very annoying that, 
you know, it's a, or who you know and who you're friends with and who has the most money that who can, who can cause and who can't and whose lives to play with and who lives not to play with. That was a good one minute, Ron. <laughs> uh, have you seen Harrow and like all private schools like that are closing this week? Mm. So they are, all, they are closing themselves at the private school they're allowed to. Um, universities have closed. They're closing this week. I just don't get it. I, like I say, I, there's part of me that thinks, am I being a bit selfish in that sense? Because like I say, supermarket workers will be working up until Christmas Eve anyway um, and have worked all through the pandemic and if you're a nurse or a doctor or things like or other professions in healthcare you won't get a choice but then when it comes to kind of the children's aspect of children then you do kind of think god can you imagine being like a five-year-old child and being isolated for your entire Christmas holidays that side of it is is where I think yeah schools should should close to give the children a bigger chance of getting a Christmas. It also acts as a circuit breaker, doesn't it? Well, exactly, yeah. And although I've said about I think there'll be a lockdown in January, the other flip side of it is actually if schools are closed for the two weeks, obviously, which there will be, and universities are closed, then you might not have as big a risk because, like you say, you've got that circuit breaker where there isn't all those households mixing in a school building. Yeah, and I think a lot of the argument as well is that if we closed this week... um, People will be able to isolate and isolate the children mm. or before seeing and bubble. Before, yeah, yeah. But, you know, here we go. Molly, this episode is all about Anne. Um, I think Christmas is a major thing in primary schools. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big in primary school because there's what still is an age where things are real and things are very magical. Have you ever told a child that Father Christmas? No, of course not. Has that ever been an issue in school? I've only ever taught six-year-old children and below, so no. But I, at that point of six, that well, six and seven-year-olds, they asked. Some of them are starting to question it and ask questions like, well, not particularly the more kind of streetwise ones. Well, how does this happen and how does this happen? And so I do have to sometimes think because obviously every household different like every family does Santa differently don't they like you know some of them have magic keys some of them have like all these little systems and stuff that parents have told them and you've like think god I don't know what your parents told you and I don't know how they explain Santa so I try and because now there's so much as well like like there's the the elf now the elf on the shelf do you do that Oh my god, yes, I do, and I just—I'm I, gonna sound like such a Grinch on this episode. I hate doing Elf on the Shelf. I absolutely. What's your Elf called? But the kids love it. This year he's called Bobby. So do the kids no, know I him? Name him. He, I tell arrives. them his name because usually they arrive and they kind of the Elf and they say who they are and kind of like explain why they're there and stuff like that. So this year my Elf arrived on our class Christmas tree with a note. And it explained, it said, hi, I'm Bobby and I'm your class elf and da, da, da. But the other day, I forgot to move him. So, like, he's supposed to be somewhere different every day. And I completely forgot, as you do, running around photocopying stuff and da, da, da. And, like, literally, the, the first thing they all said when they came in is, Bobby hasn't moved. Why hasn't Bobby moved? And I was like, shit. Like, I need to think of something. So then I had to, like, spend the majority of my day explaining that Bobby was okay <laughs> and... <laughs> and that like he's just happy where he is basically and then you're not the other rule is you're not supposed to touch them because then that like 
takes away his magic or something like that. So they're not supposed to touch him. But oh, there's always one that does. And then they're like, oh, well, I touched him and he's, his magic hasn't stopped. So then you've got to kind of talk them round that one. Like, oh, well, this is it. And, and I touched him the other day because he was falling off where I'd put him. And they all went, <gasps> you touched Bobby. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. I was like, I'm allowed. I'm an adult. I don't destroy the muse, the magic. It's fine. So um, we work in very different environments. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I tried to do that in school. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know anybody that has this year. But last year when I did it, a few of the boys were like prodding him. Well, he only arrived on Tuesday because obviously it was the first of December. Oh, and when did the first of December become this massive thing? Like, do you know now kids get presents on the first of December? That's a lie. No, That's it's actually lie. not. It's actually not a lie. Like all of my class were like, "I got this this morning for the first of December," and they're like, "The elves deliver the advent calendar and Christmas and like a present for the first of December." It's like a massive thing now. The first of December. Well. Most of my class had about four. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and like, and uh, some of them had toy advent calendars. Some of them had like presents. It just like, it's a massive thing. Apparently the 1st of December. It's like, I have an advent calendar in the class. But my, <laughs> but I don't know what the weather's like there. But my it's absolutely pouring down here. And my roof leaks in my classroom. And the advent calendars <laughs> are underneath where the leak was. So the other day I picked the advent calendar, it's just dripping with water. So I was like, who wants chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> do you um do you still do your um, right to respect the school advent calendar? No, that hasn't happened this year. It did happen last year, which was lovely. Um but I mean we tried to we did Christmas wishes the other day and we're having like a Christmas wish tree in school. And I was like, so a Christmas wish is like, it's not what you want for a present. It's like a wish for something, like something nice to happen, you know. And we kind of talked about, you know, how not all children have presents all the time and, you know, da, da, da. And I was like, so you're not going to say what you want as a present. You're going to say, like, something nice that would happen. And then, like, a lot of them were like, I wish I could go swimming again. And I was like, yeah, that's still just about you. Like... <laughs> We're looking at the bigger picture here, children. Let's think about other people. And, like, just still... And they're like, yeah, well, other people go swimming. And I was like, oh, do you know what? Just write your wish. Just write it. I'm not bothered. Like, I love to see it. There's always a point, isn't there, when you just give up as a teacher? You just break. Yeah. I was like, you do you. Like, you know, whatever. Can I yeah, rewind this back to Bobby? Yeah. What have you done with... Apart from not moving for one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So he, so he arrived on the tree with a note to be honest it's my teaching assistant that pushes for the elf like she loves christmas she is the female version of mr is it poppy out of nativity the film like fully mr poppy like all the kids adore her i'm like the scrooge and the grinch and she's like this magical christmas human um (laughs) so she she only works wednesday thursday friday so she begged me to do it on the Tuesday and so I did it otherwise I wouldn't have done it um and then she she came in on the Wednesday and she brought mini elves 
and pinned them up with Bobby. So then they were like, Bobby's had babies. And I was like, really? Really, Jane? Like, this is this is what you want, is it? You want to go down this path with them? So I had loads of questions. <laughs> like, this is true. how's Bobby had babies? Where's Bobby's wife? And I was just like, go and ask Mrs. I won't say full name. <laughs> I want to go and ask Mrs. M, you know, go and ask her because she is in charge of the L's. And then on, so that was day two. Then day three, I don't know where this cat, this soft toy cat had come from. I imagine Jane's boring, but Jane put him on top of the cat. And then Jane forgot on Friday to move him. Well, slash me. But Jane didn't do anything with him on Friday. So he was still on top of the cat on Friday. And this went obviously all the questions of why hasn't he moved? So obviously I was just like, oh, I just really likes the cat. Like, they're just good friends. <laughs> to be fair, there's loads of ideas on Pinterest, um, which is where I kind of stole the note from. But most of them are like really messy. Like, because I think the elves are supposed to be naughty. Like, that's part of it. Like, that the they make a mess and stuff like that. And the kids are like, my elf did this. And it's like, tip cereal over or like toilet roll <laughs> with some like it's gonna be pretty boring well he's gonna sit on a cat <laughs> two days and that's your lot <laughs> now i will move him i don't know where i'll move him to though this why is bobby sat and they're gonna cry but this is what i mean there's always one so because jane had brought these mini ones in they were on like hearing hooks so then some of the boys like oh they're not even real anyway they're key rings and I was like, well, the elf's not real to start with. But I mean, like, <laughs> like, but, you know, oh, it's, he hasn't had babies, they're key rings and someone's put them there. Because he's supposed to move by himself. Like, obviously, that's the whole point that I, they don't think I've moved him. They think he's moved by himself. So they come in and they're like, oh, Bobby's moved and da da da. And the, fir- or the first day, I'd balanced him on my Christmas tree and he kept, like, falling so they were like, Bobby's moving, Bobby's moving. And I was like, not moving, he's just falling <laughs> from where I've put him. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm really missing the nativity this year. So we always do a nativity. And that obviously isn't happening at all. And that makes, like, it, we would have performed it by now. Because year twos are normally the first week of December. So literally, normally, we come back after October half term. We have about a week without it. And then by week two, we're auditioning. And then by week three, four, we're obviously in full-blown rehearsals. So me now having to teach properly for the past five weeks without any of the nativity going on, I'm like, what is going on? Like, normally, we'd be in full-blown nativity mode by now. You audition for the nativity. We auditioned for the nativity. I could imagine you'd be like, right, come on. I want you to bar like a sheep. Like a sheep, don't like... No, no, more real. Feel it. Right. I want you to use Stanislavski here. So we don't make everybody... If they don't want to speak, then we don't make them, obviously. But if they want to speak, we try and make sure that every child has a speaking part. And then some of them, like, don't want to dress up. So they're, like, the narrators and some of them obviously do so we just we try then the, the auditions really is more like a questionnaire of what you want to do <laughs> like <laughs> you, I, did i say audition i meant yeah so, do you have any funny nativity stories most nativities i always find it quite daft really is i'm sat on my knees for like an hour and a half dressed all in black 
in an absolutely boiling hot room, basically like dressed all in yeah, black, like a stage yeah, manager. Yeah, like basically pointing at my lips, going smile, smile, like this for the whole um, nativity. <laughs> um, and then I'm like singing along, obviously, and making sure everybody's in the right place at the right time. It is like a little bit like herding sheep, um, but it's just they usually are really funny and as much as like as a teacher inside you are like cringing when something goes wrong that's what the parents come to see they come to see like the six-year-old mishaps because i must admit they are hilarious when the cat um when i when i did my nativity in nursery i was the innkeeper and obviously i was a bit fuming that i was just the innkeeper I wasn't even Mary or Joseph or the baby keeper. So I said, yeah, there's room in the inn. In you come and ruin the whole nativity. <laughs> One of my funniest ones was I, um, there was three girls that were playing snowflakes, I think. There were snowflakes. And they had, yeah, and they had these um, this song. And it was all about like snowflakes and that they kind of had to dance about all prettily and stuff. And, um, and I kind of said they were, but then went so they did the dance lovely, and then when they had some lines, they would just kind of stand there and not track, like not continue twinkling with their fingers or like kind of trying to look snowflakey. So I was like, when you stood, like maybe just like float your arms and like just make sure you're waving from side to side because you still got to look like a snowflake. You still got to look like you're moving like gracefully. <laughs> So there was this one little girl who up until the performance had took my instruction so well and then she, on the performance, she basically looked like she was hula hooping the entire time. <laughs> so her hips were just going round in circles constantly or she was even thrusting at some points and I was just like what is happening like that's not a snowflake that's not that's not what we discussed that's not what we've practiced but every and then i remember it was like our dress run so the school watched it and a lot of teachers came up to me like why is she doing that with her hips has she been told to do that i'm like no she hasn't been told to do that so then we had to have this really awkward conversation with her like you know when we talked about floating we were like just do what you were doing before. You don't need to make circles with your hips. Just floating. And she still did it in the actual performance. She still thrust and hula hooped. Um, but yeah, um, bless her. Bless her heart. I did that. I mean, a lot of the time children get sick as well. Uh, it's, the word, it. it's the thing you dread. And it's the thing that happens nearly every year. Because they get so hot in their costumes. And it's usually on an evening when they're tired. And, you know, normally would be in bed. And I've had quite a few incidences <coughs> where kids have had to be, like, rushed out. Because they, they vomit, basically. Oh, yeah. And I've had kids wet themselves in, like camel suits so it's like this <laughs> so it's in the camel suit i think i've even had one poo themselves in like a full like animal costume as well possibly a sh oh and it was it was an angel so it was all white yeah it was white mm. tights white oh yeah 
they do feel sorry for them. They must be so frightened to say that they need the toilet. So they obviously don't say because they know they're in the middle of performance. And then you would either just smell something or see something in the teeth. Like obviously all the teaching assistants are on hand as well. So they'd just kind of like run them off to where they needed to be to sort them out. But yeah, I've had sick, wee, poo, like... I've had it. That's what I've got to, I've learned to accept it a bit because there was this one year and this little lad was messing on so bad and I was getting really annoyed. Um, but as I turned right and I was like, obviously, but you can't put your full teacher force on when there's like a hall full of parents. So I was like, I can't remember what it was called. Now let's just call him James. I was like, James, stop it. Like, like doing like the, <laughs> James, not now. <laughs> if the parents weren't there, you would have felt the wrath. Um, but um but i noticed his kind of him messing on um so there was a group of parents watching him and they found it hysterical that he was like being daft so i thought well if you're entertaining them i'm not gonna stop you anymore so i just let him crack on at the end of the performance the head always goes to the front you know and we applaud all the different parts and she goes and like every year you know she's gonna thank you and you know say well done to our teachers and every year you kind of have to pretend that you're not gonna get thanked but i like stand at the back waiting for that moment every year to get thanked for the performance and then when she like says on oh, thanks to the teachers and and she can give the teachers a round of applause and you just kind of sat at the back like oh stop 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 but like you've been <laughs> but you've been waiting for it all night like me oh no stop but somebody will take them home and keep them forever so to all our listeners have a very happy holidays and we hope to see you in the new year we're taking a break now for a couple of weeks and when we come back with our 20th episode extravaganza we will be brand new and reborn like a phoenix but please teachers out there have a rest have some wine thank you very much for listening we hope you've enjoyed today's episode if you'd like to follow us on social media you can find us at blackboard theater uk on instagram twitter and facebook you can find us personally at miss atkinson on instagram or at the lgbt teacher on instagram thank you very much for listening we hope you have a fantastic new year Please get some rest and we'll see you next year. Bye.